Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, makes me think of a, a band called Nightwish. Nightwish. Yeah. You ever heard of Nightwish? Of course. Of course. Yeah. I, I have not. Really? What? Oh, I, no. I classify them as like opera adventure metal. Oh. That's, that's the feel you get from it. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. It's wicked. You got to look it up. I'll have to. All right. Welcome everybody to the Blue Collar Philosophers podcast. We got a guest. <laughs> Yes, this is Kickstand, this biker Mike from Mars. Hello. And uh, yeah, we've got a special guest in the, the studio tonight. Third, third chair? Yes, Coin Pomeroy. Coin We can bleep Pomeroy. that out if you don't want. But. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, we can bleep right. out your it's last name. <laughs> <laughs> no, Coin. Right. Yes. Was, is that a given name or adopted name or is it like a nickname? Coin? Got, yeah. Oh, no, that's definitely my full name. That's your like, given my, name? My given name, yeah. Oh. That's a, yeah, a few years ago I looked it up and it's Gaelic, which is Irish, for yes. wild goose. <laughs> so you might make a connection there but yeah <laughs> all right that that that's is awesome <laughs> so so we could call you goose and it wouldn't be that far off the realm <laughs> where's maverick that's right <laughs> a little top gun good joke right there just to kick things off how have i not heard of that band before nightwish i don't know like they're they're one of the big modern metal bands yeah Oh, that's the problem. Modern yeah. stuff is just very. But, um, I mean, by by modern, by, yeah, I'm, I'm, by modern, I mean like since the year two thousand. Okay, yeah, no, I should have heard of them then. It's, yeah. this is me being ignorant. Yeah, <laughs> definitely look them up. Great yeah. band. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their their first singer was an actual opera, like yeah. Uh, what do you call a soprano? Uh, that is a term. I don't know the, if that's the, what she was. Well, but there yeah. was a there was a group called the well, she, Tenors yeah. and one or no, she was, was a, she was a like a female. Female opera singer with a fairly high register. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe an alto. I'm just going to throw out all the music words. (laughs) A tenor, if I may. (laughs) No, those are dudes. No, that's the three tenors. Tenors are dudes. That's kind of sexist. Just assume that a female is incapable (laughs) of being a tenor. I know. Nowadays, we can't. (laughs) Yeah, it is 20. A female could be a tenor now. (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know music words. I should ask my cousin. She's smart. In the opera sense. Yeah. Did you know that? I got a cousin who does the whole opera thing. I did not know that. Yeah. She's very musical. Okay. So you have one cousin who's like getting arrested for like stabbings and meth. No, no, no. He got <laughs> stabbed. He got stabbed. Got stabbed. Wasn't arrested. I don't just know stabbed. if he stabbed anybody, but he definitely got stabbed. Okay. So he had a trip in the ambulance, not in the paddy wagon. Gotcha. <laughs> Apparently mm. he had to play dead and everything. <laughs> Play dead. Oh yeah, you had to play he, dead. They they like they went and like stabbed people, and, and <laughs> he had to pretend he was dead. This is third, third to avoid getting third. stabbed again, or yes, what? Okay. to avoid the sense. guy finishing the job. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, geez. I probably we got different thing. last names. So it's all right. No one's gonna figure this shit out. But <laughs> and then I got other cousins that <sighs> that do opera. Apparently, do opera. It's, that's other side of the family. That's a huge. That's a huge m- jump. <laughs> That's my father's side of the family. <laughs> or no. Yeah, that is. That's my father's side of the family and my mother's side of the family. Gotcha. I was just thinking, that's like hanging out with Travis. We're like, one day you're hanging out with Russian shot callers from the Russian mob in Calgary. And the next minute you're hanging out with the, ch- with the church group in, in, uh, in McLean in Alberta. <laughs> Which is, again, where my family, <laughs> most of my family is. Mm. But yes, so yeah, my family is a, and then there's me, which is a creative genius. <laughs> are you trying says, to hurt, are you trying to hurt my brain right now? <laughs> who says horrible dad puns? I had some gold tonight. Oh, you were rocking puns like mad tonight. Yeah. 
I enjoyed them. I heard I heard a few Metallica jokes, and I'm like, and then one of them. You ever just hear one like a bunch of jokes all at once, and you're like, I need to remember one of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, and that was the one that I remembered, because I know you love you have a, a love hate relationship with Metallica, and uh, yeah, so I had to have a Metallica joke on on deck. <laughs> Fair, I appreciate that. <laughs> so, anyway, tailored for your enjoyment. <laughs> Yeah. This is brotherhood. This is brotherhood. He broke that, it. Yeah, I was just going to go back to the broken rib story. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, so at one point a couple of years ago, I dumped my bike and broke a couple ribs. And it hurt to laugh. So what does a good brother do? Makes you laugh. As much <laughs> as he can. <laughs> Groans, whatever, just anything. And the second that I see him starting to laugh, I'm like, I know, I know what I must do. Yeah, you... <laughs> Bust out My the destiny st- is clear. You bust out the <laughs> stupid Mickey Mouse laugh oh. that I could not help but laugh at every time you did it. Mm-hmm. Asshole. Yeah, that's what I do. I just come around and, oh, 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 I'm going to fuck you. Oh, I'm going to fuck you. Oh. <laughs> See, right? <laughs> it's, it's so a- imagine all that going on while you're writhing in pain. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, yeah. And the pain makes it funnier, so you're laughing at yourself yes, simultaneously. Yes, it does. It, it has nothing to do with my actual joke. It's the fact no. that if any part of it works, it works to the nth degree. So it's just a micro... All I need is just a fucking little bit. <laughs> That's what I told the wife, just a little bit. And... <laughs> of course, gross dad joke. Gross dad joke. <laughs> How many Ooh. kids later? <laughs> hey, you have a few crotch okay, I gotta, problems. I got <laughs> Sex trophies. <laughs> Some records broken. Yeah. A, lot of, <laughs> a lot of broken things. Hopes, dreams, financial stability. Prophylactic. <laughs> Bank account. Uh, yeah, I don't work no more. Except I can't even blame my kids. It's not like I was rolling in the money beforehand. It's like, no. It's just, it's, I, I don't even know how things add up anymore. We just do. I just, just, just make it work. Just <laughs> magic. I'm like, we'll see. Yeah, PFM. Yeah. Yeah, bills are still paid. More mortgage is still getting done. I'm like, I have no idea. The last two years have been a mystery. It's, yeah, I under, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you're in the same boat of like, I, I don't know how I'm getting by, but here we are. And and the bike's still on the road. That's a blessing. Both actually, bikes. last year was a big one for me because Buddy called me up. He's like, Hey, how much for the year? And I'm like, Dude, like a few hundred bucks. And he's like, cool. And he came with me and he like paid my insurance out for the year. Well, the six months or whatever. Like not not crazy, but I'm like, what? No, I, I don't know. I'll be fine. And he's like, no, I want to. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, I don't deserve this, but thank you. Mm-hmm. My bad. Oh, party foul. Oh, so we've had a bit of a week. And my wife, she this was her idea, by the way. Not you, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she hasn't even met Re- me yet. Recording was her idea. She's like, you guys need to get a few in the bank because I know you're going to have some dead weeks here coming up that might not be able to record. And so I'm like, ah, oh, this is true. That is yes. that is true. So we get to record while we can because not strike while the iron's hot. We haven't stopped in over a year and a half. So and there's no hot iron. <laughs> and there's no <laughs> hot, the world There's on fire. no incentive except for Germany. <clears throat> Germany. No, just kidding. <laughs> we have a few in Germany. We randomly, like, all over the world. Like, just people download Australia, Germany, Belgium, India, India, a lot in Russia. 
Maybe Russia. Mo- mostly because of our. I don't look at the stats. Mostly because of our pro-Russian Ben that we have to absolutely everything. <laughs> mm. So, like I said, this is my wife's idea to record. <laughs> um, that was yesterday, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm spending time with my son," and I'm like, "Okay." And then so when I suggested it, and we started talking about recording tonight, and she's like, "Why don't you just tell Devin you have to spend time with your kids?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Hey, we turn about it's fair play. <laughs> it's true. Revenge is a best served cold, um, like whiskey." So, uh, yeah, this was her idea to record. This is really smooth. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a great sipping whiskey. Yeah. This what was, this, this, really this was good coins, This was Coin's... Uh, coin's suggestion. Yeah, that's my favorite rye whiskey that I've found so far. Oh, rye. Yeah. Uh, Lot 40 rye whiskey, dark oak. Hmm. It's a Weiser's brand. Is it a Weiser's? Yep. I'm looking for the Weiser's and I'm not seeing it, but I you appreciate it. You don't see it. it on the bottle, but if you look it up online, it's a Weiser's brand. Hmm. Which Most is surprising because it does not taste like Weiser's. No, no not at all. Not at all. I, I don't mind Weisers, but at the same time, I'm not going out of my way for a... Uh, straight whiskeys don't always... I don't know what people like about Jack Daniels. I, well, <clears throat> it's garbage to me. I kind of liked it until it came out of my nose one time. <laughs> <It's over. laughs> After that, it was done. I, I smell know, I, it now, and it's just like, ugh, no. <laughs> I've been trying to explore Jack Daniels again, and there is a certain... Je ne sais quoi? No, like charcoaliness that is unique to it. Hmm. So there, it, it's it's unique. I don't it's, think it's good, but when something <laughs> is when it's, something is its own thing, you're always going to find a market for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they 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 have done very good marketing yeah, uh, of a whiskey company for what they have for their product. They have done an amazing job marketing. Oh yeah, like there, is there any whiskey whiskey label that looks as good as what Jack Daniels does? No. Like people paint their bikes with this with this stuff, and yeah, yeah you T-shirts, can, everything, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like it, it's iconic. Yeah, if you can be iconic, you don't have to be good. Yeah, even Grey Goose, it, it's pretentious vodka. A vodka is very boring and very easy to make, and there's nothing special. It's not like whiskey, a rye whiskey. A, a bourbon, a scotch, like these things take a certain level of time, precision, like thought. Vodka, you just filter it. Yeah. It, there's there's nothing good or special about it. It just kind of is. And they, I don't I don't understand the hype with vodka. No. No, it's a, it's a neutral spirit, yeah. Well, since you're there. You add it to things so that you can have some booze, but yeah. not taste it yeah. pretty much. So, uh, yeah, I like I, I like this one. It's pretty good. Most of the time, I go for a bullet bourbon. Have you tried bullet bourbon? I haven't yet. It's on mm. my list. It's very good. We 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 did a little bit of a tasting. We, you like this one more, the Knob Creek, and it is better. But I think for me, it's just it it is good. But I like it. I'm a simple man, so I like simple tastes, and I like the bullet because it's a little more sweet and a little more less complicated. Have you tried the? I think it's Basil Hayden. <clears throat> yes. Yes, we yes, have. We, we did. We actually had a bottle with the that peppery. Here in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Pretty, it was pretty good. It was all right. I didn't mind it. Yeah, that one wasn't my favorite. No, you didn't like that one as much. It had a few. It had a few good points to it. I li- I didn't mind it. the cu- The price point wasn't worth it though. I think that was it. Yeah. For for what we paid, I'm like, yeah, it's not that good. Have you Have you tried the Johnny Walker Blue? 
No, I want oh. to. Don't don't pay for so it. So not worth it. No? Don't I pay. Don't if, if somebody's going to give you some, great. Try it. But I would not pay that price point for it. It's I th- good. I thought maybe my palate just wasn't... Refined. Refined enough to appreciate it the first time I tried it. And then I tried it again later and I was like, nope, this is just... I would rather a different scotch any yeah. day of the week. Yeah. It's it's not an aged. It's a blended. It's it's fine. It is okay. But for that price point, yeah. let somebody else pay. And that's how <laughs> I got it. That's the thing. I had a brother come up and, and he's like, you want to try this? I'm like, of course I want to try it. I've never tried that. I can't afford it. And he had a customer buy it for him. Oh. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So we tried it together. And I'm like, I feel bad because this is not that. And he's like, yeah, it's not as good. <laughs> You're like, oh, thank God somebody said it. Like, <laughs> it's fine. It's good, but not for that price point. Yeah, I think the, mo- the most expensive scotch that I've tried is Glen Goyne. Glen Goyne. Yeah. Hmm. It was like a special blend, but uh, there's still a bottle of, it, a bottle of it at my parents' place right now. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's nice. It's smooth. My neighbor wants to come on the podcast so bad. He's like, do you like scotch? I'm like, I love scotch. Talking and about Duncan? No, no, no. The other roommate, the one with the loud ass car. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I love scotch. And he's like, do you want to try something? And I'm like, no, I've been drinking. I that's how much I love scotch. I won't drink it. No, let the let the the ice chime, my friend. Just get that right <laughs> in the microphone. Uh, <laughs> where I I will not drink a scotch or a, a something that's supposed to be good. After I've had a few drinks, because I'm like, no, I want to appreciate the taste. I want to actually focus on it and take in. If I've had like four or five beer, I'm not having a scotch. No, you're not going to pick up on the subtleties. <clears throat> no. And, no, and even not my, at all. my brother-in-law was the same way. He's like, hey, you want some of this? I'm like, of course I do. It's like, oh, well, let me pour you a glass. I'm like, no. And like, even like the kind of glass you're using comes into play when you're having nice yeah. whiskey like that. Because you, oh, yeah. you want the aromas like, and everything. You see those whiskey glasses and they're designed a specific way for a very yes. specific reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not that sophisticated yet. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> once we get our whiskey sponsor from nobody, I was gonna say something, but I'm like, no, we don't have it. <laughs> we need you want, we need you some, want insert we need some, name uh, here. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. If anyone knows any connect or has any connections anywhere. Yeah. We just need some guy brewing uh, bring moonshine out of his basement <laughs> toilet. You go blind. Actually, now that you mention it, <laughs> I know a guy. I happen to know someone who makes root beer moonshine. Oh, interesting. Hold, hold on. Yeah. You realize sarsaparilla is actually poisonous, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so is moonshine. <laughs> true. That that is true. Uh, <laughs> if it's. I think like cancerous poison, <laughs> not like, that's why s- sarsaparilla is not made anymore. Even root beer, which is sarsaparilla flavoring mm-hmm. is not actual sarsaparilla. Okay, they... So you know how there's that kind of urban myth that if you have too much moonshine or too powerful of moonshine, you'll go, go blind yeah. sort of yeah. thing. That has nothing to do with like how people make moonshine now at all. Like that's not a, that's not a risk. And that's not all. a risk here? No. It was really fun. I got moved. This is this is a this is podcast facts that I learned from other podcasts. I'm sharing here, like <laughs> like normal white guys. No, do. no, no. This, 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 Share the knowledge. The, the white tradition of stealing things. All right, keep going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we're a covetous breed. <laughs> facts. All right. So it, the distilling process is not the same, or what? Uh, it's it's from uh, what do you call it? Prohibition times when they. Yep. We're trying so hard to 
meet the demand for what people were actually drinking, they they took denatured alcohols or alcohols that were made out of wood, not grains. That is a whole different type of thing, and it's very, very toxic and poison to the human body. Yeah. So they would take denatured alcohol that you could get from the hardware store for stripping paint and try and renature it so that you, it's fit for human consumption. Eth- ethanol. Ethanol-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethanol. Yeah, so it, it's eth- ethanol. And if you do it wrong or don't renature it properly, that's when you can get like the stuff like blindness or like severe side effects because that's what moonshiners were trying to do. They weren't trying to make whiskey. They were trying to renature stuff that they could buy cheap from the hardware store. Wasn't there somebody who like took out an insurance policy on somebody and they were poisoning? The- you told me about this. I'm quite <clears throat> sure. Yes. And they were doing it with renatured wood alcohol. Yeah, they were renatured, and they took out an insurance policy on a guy, and they're like, we're going to collect on this insurance. So they were trying to poison him, and he wouldn't die. There you go. Now you get it. <laughs> this guy, You're a natural. <laughs> have you ever thought about doing a podcast? <laughs> I've got no. an idea for one. It's all about karaoke, and it's called uh, Small Town Celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Not actual celebrities. Oh, my gosh. So last weekend, like, I got back from Vancouver mm-hmm. and the whole – you know, uh, orthodox and poker run and all that yeah, thing. Yeah. So I got back and my neighbors or sorry, my parents' neighbors, we live like a block apart. So it's kind of, it's all, all, it's it's all muddled. Yeah. They were a, F- a Filipino family having a <laughs> wedding in their backyard. Oh, the one Filipino family here? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of them. <laughs> However, Asian people love karaoke. So And much. this wedding proved no different. <laughs> so in their backyard, the whole evening was very I know which earnest you're talking about. And, and 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 like gust filled with gusto karaoke uh, all night long. It was fantastic. What I was thinking about this today. It was what so is it about people in karaoke? Why 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 do we feel a need? To do care, I knew this girl back in the day. I didn't know her. I know of her, and and whenever it came time for a talent show, she would do borderline karaoke, where she would sing these songs, but with so much uh, guspa, guspa. I don't know, just conviction, conviction. <laughs> like this was her song, and I'm like, how is the best thing you do in your life a cover? I I I, just, I don't understand karaoke. I enjoy singing along to a tune, but. I, I don't get it. Why do people love it so much? It really hurts my brain. I don't know. Like to the point that they actually like, I'm going to go up on stage. Couple drinks in, I could be very well convinced <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I could see you doing it because I've seen you drywall. Yes. <laughs> if he's mudding by himself and he doesn't know you're in the area, <laughs> even if he knows you're there, he don't care. He is bellowing. <laughs> it's great. All yeah. my favorite songs are off key. It's great. Yeah. It, the thing is, you got quite the voice. You do have the, the yes, the but vibrato. no, but no control of pitch. <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> <laughs> lot of lot of conviction. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's great. But I don't. I still don't understand karaoke. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm kind of with you there. I just like like same feeling. I like singing along the tunes, but like to make it your thing, your hobby, that thing that you do in your spare time is just like. Yeah, and that's why I was I thinking. I think I'd rather find something else to do. Like. Go for a ride. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was swearing at my bike so much tonight. <laughs> I, I, I was, ca- I was, oh, I was getting into it really close to the end there. I'm like, come on, I'm trying to find that really sweet spot of right before the tire starts giving out. 
<laughs> and starting to kill me. So I was I was having a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and I stood I stood on my back pegs. Allegedly, and, let, and let go of the handlebars. And let go of the handlebars and put my hands away out just just for a second, just to see. I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, I saw it. You're good. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, I know people that have done that for miles and like to the point where they're bored. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, well, Saskatchewan, right? Uh, so, <laughs> straight lines. Just straight lines. It's like, I might fall asleep up here, uh, but my bike's not like that. Okay. Some people cheat because some people have passenger floorboards and that. That's really, a game changer. I, I do have half and half. So they're not like big floorboards, but they're big enough that I, I can actually base my feet. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so. so on my bike, the way it is now, it's really difficult to do because it's just passenger pegs. Yeah. Although I found like when I had the hard saddlebags on it, like I could rest my calves. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You can <laughs> like, support like yourself off of them. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. the cheat that I had figured out there. Yeah. Mine, mine is strictly off feet and just having that little extra pad and. You know, balance. And but wind you need and to like it's weird because you need to lean forward to counteract the wind and so hope that, you that the wind doesn't change. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're really stupid. We're stupid oh, people. Horrible. Uh, there's something I do on the Taylor Bridge, which is really bad. Whenever there's a an event happening, and I'm riding with people that don't know how to ride, I need to prove a. Pl- I've passed people on the Taylor Bridge. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I have. And then I will pass them and then go no hands and flap my arms like a bird just to be like, hey, calm down. You're fine. Just ride. Just yeah. just twist the throttle. You'll be okay. You're not going to crash. And to prove it, I let go of my bars. Yeah. Okay. So the other night when I went for the ride that you bailed on, <laughs> both of you guys. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Uh, we, we met one of Bam's friends at the... Peace Island Park. Mm-hmm. So this guy's been riding for a few years now. Never once has he crossed the bridge. I'm sorry, what? He was on Peace Island Park. What? Yeah, so um, how, how from he... Dawson, from Dawson. Okay. So oh, okay. he came to meet us at Peace Island Park because he wouldn't come all the way to town. <laughs> yep. Like riding for like four years, never once crossed the bridge. I <sighs> didn't think that was possible. Like hmm. How? You'd be like, oh, I'm just not going to Fort St. John, or I'm all, not going anywhere go north. all the way through Chetwin Hudson, I guess. Just to avoid a bridge. Hmm. I mean, like, would you, would you be sad if to go to Dawson Creek, you took the long way around through Hudson? Well, with all the no, twists and but. Turns? <laughs> when you put it like that. <laughs> Do you have that much time? That's the thing. I, I value my time to it a little bit. I'm like, I, if I got literally nothing to do, like, this is my day, great. I don't mind going that way, but if I'm like trying to make some time here and there, I can't, that feels like almost a waste. Like there are things I could be doing unless that is what I'm doing. There's taking time and wasting time and, and having to do that because I'm terrified of a bridge. Fuck that noise. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for people like that. I really do. Cause I remember, uh, Wallen, uh, he was terrified of heights. Oh, Dwallin. Dwallin. Yeah, Dwallin. Yeah. This guy was terrified of heights, and he was riding here. No one told him about the Taylor Bridge. Oh, and, and he looked down, like, didn't he? Oh, there's a bridge. <laughs> you can see through it. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a trip, and it makes you kind of like lose your balance if you look down. It does, like, yeah, because you can see the water underneath And it's you. moving in a different direction than you are. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, that is a head trip. Yeah. I, I have astigmatism, so it's really hard for me to see past the grading. It's it's something like this is just just a ground to me. I don't see anything. I know you could if you focus for me, 
No, I don't see past it. <laughs> yeah, I have a slight astigmatism, but that that's about it. Mm-hmm. So what's astigmatism? It's when your eyes focus on something that is closer <clears throat> closer rather than further away. Okay. So let's say you're where you play hockey. <laughs> Sorry. You uh, know, you play a, I, I play no sports. You play no sports. Imagine if you were wearing a helmet that you couldn't see through the visor and there was like a cage, slight cage. Your eyes would focus on the cage. I wore, I wore a fencing mask the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like... But that was difficult. Oh, it was so difficult. It hurt yeah. my head. I'm like, I, I really want to look through it, but my eyes are stuck on this, this screen right in front of me. Because yeah. For me, I catch myself like bouncing in and out. Like I can focus on the thing that's far away from me, but I yeah. catch myself like refocusing every now and then on what's right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. But uh, mostly the big indicator for astigmatism is the uh, halo effect around lights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get, get that, that all starburst the time. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You probably wouldn't understand because... Unless you've been tested for You're it, just but yeah. so fucking perfect. I mean, like, I, like when when driving at night, I do see like the beams of light coming from oncoming traffic. Like they kind of go up and into the sides. Yeah, you might be getting old. Yeah, that could be. You, 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 glass. Oh, what would you look like with glasses? I don't want to think about <laughs> it. Here, here you go. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> We're doing this. Oh, wow. <laughs> you th- not bad, but not, different. Not bad. Yeah. yeah I feel, Emo kid. I feel like I'm looking through, <laughs> I feel like I'm looking through like some kind of thing in front of me. Like, it's like when you're wearing 3D glasses. Yeah. But you're not in the 3D, 3D theater. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, everything feels yeah, a little d- off. Don't, don't wear them too long. They'll fuck with your eyes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, how bad is your vision? Uh, mine's almost bad enough that I need them to drive. I, I do Almost need mine to drive and... Yeah. So yours is probably... Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, I saw everything bad. in super clear definition. It's just like, like there... It's like there's glass in front of you, though. Yeah. Yeah, you probably got something. Yeah, no, I just got these in January. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was life-changing for me because I was just like, holy crap, I didn't realize how blind I was. I've mm. been wearing mine since I was, like, 10. Yeah. I, I can't imagine life without glasses. If I got surgery, I'd need to get glasses just to get used to not having glasses. Yeah. <laughs> like clear lenses. <laughs> I have been putting off going to the optometrist for so long. Cause my, my wife, she's been wearing glasses for forever. But, like, she can read things I can't. She's like, yeah, it's probably getting time <laughs> yep. for you to go. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was kind of in the same boat, and I thought, well, I'm 30. Last time I had my eyes checked was, like, 7. Yeah, so, pretty yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like it's to the point where like when I read, I can see with clear definition everything, but man, do I get a headache from reading stuff on paper. I don't read. That's my trick. <laughs> just life hack. I, life audio, hack. Audiobooks only. <laughs> just lots of audiobooks. And now I forgot that I was drinking and uh, I agreed to watch uh, read a Nietzsche book. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> And somebody calls me up and he's like, hey man, which book are we reading? I'm like, fucking, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> and then I remembered and I'm like, oh yeah, shit. So I did a little research and I'm like, all right, we're doing Beyond Good and Evil. It's a good philosophy book. It'll be great. I'm excited. I, I gave it a little sample listen just to get it. I'm like, oh, oh, this is going to be really good. So I was looking forward to our trip to um, Drumheller so I could listen to that while, <laughs> while the writing because I'm horrible otherwise. Anyways, uh, should we tackle this subject really quick before we forget? Oh, I forgot we had one. Go. Yeah, we've been shooting shit. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Horrible transition. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking a little bit about the death 
uh, or no, the tragic death of tradition. There, something jumped out at me today. I was uh, doom scrolling, and I heard somebody say, "Oh, here's some great things to drink to," and then he just listed off a bunch of quotes to drink to. It's like, "Oh, we drink to this, or like, we drink to like that. a like Toastmaster, like yeah, like a toast." And and I'm like, "Oh, oh my, I forgot about these." Because I had a friend uh, back in the day, a roommate, and he would do that. He would just be like, we're drinking to honor. And I'm like, okay. And we just drink and and to whatever. And uh, <laughs> I, I guess I got to say it. <laughs> to, to whatever. You said it earlier. You got to say it now. Uh, yeah. We were like, oh, we drink to honor. If we can't come in or come on her. And uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the other one? We drink to birds. Uh, the storks that bring good babies, the crows that bring bad babies, and the swallows that bring no babies at all. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so just the, these little things. <laughs> that last line really does it on that one. It does. I heard it and I'm like, oh, wow, I really appreciate that one. I <laughs> and, and it just made me think of that tradition of we drink to this. Or to um, the the friends that have seen of seen us at our worst, and the friends that have seen it at our best, and the friends who don't know the difference, and just these little things that you're like, oh, they make you think while you're taking a drink, and I'm like, there's that tradition. That tradition is dead to me. Mm-hmm. Well, simultaneously, I want to resurrect it. I'm like, the the most tradition that I experience with people when they're drinking is like like taking a shot glass. Tapping the bar and then drinking, like everybody does that together. That's that's pretty much the long and short of it. Yeah, which is a shame. It is. This is like just the last bit of the toast where everyone clinks glasses and drinks. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it made me think of other traditions that we have or that we had. I say had because uh, there's things we choose to do and then we choose to abandon and be like, oh, that's tradition. Like a uh, think of Fiddler on the Roof. You remember Fiddler on the Roof? No, I'm familiar with it, but I've never actually looked into it. Okay, there's this, there's this great musical. God, I've never said that before. And uh, <laughs> at one spot, they talk about tradition, and it's like, this is the way we do it, and, and this is tradition. We do it because tradition. And then, it, like, choosing your spouse or choosing things, and, and we do... <coughs> wow, I haven't seen Fiddler in the Roof in a long time. <laughs> and, and, and they abandon the tradition because the tradition has lost its meaning. And we do that with religion, we do it with culture, and we do it with our, our, our familial things. Uh, what's what's one of your... Cri- Watching uh, National Lampoon's family <laughs> vacation. Yeah. Christmas vacation, yeah. That's uh, one of them. Yeah. Mine was going to my grandmother's cabin. Yeah. Not every single year, but every other year. Oh, see, yours sounds to, so much better than mine. And, and spending time with family and then getting nearly punched by my uncle for playing um, Ninja Turtles on Nintendo wrong. So every year? <laughs> every year you... Every other year. <laughs> <laughs> and and just this, this, this is what we did. We went there and the, the cousins got to hang out. We'd go ice skate and play hockey on the pond or in the road and... <clears throat> That was our traditions. Like, if we're going to go there, we're going to do these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we've abandoned these traditions, for those ones anyways, but we've um, not kept them alive or not kept them going. They, we've let them die. And we haven't replaced them with anything. I think it's the big thing. Oh, yeah. Because, like, traditions yeah. all started somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, as generations pass and things move on, I think it's fair to assume that things should change, right? 
Yeah. But like I noticed, I was talking with my cousin the other day about this, that we used to go for New Year's at my one aunt and uncle's place up on Frozen John here. And like every year it was Chinese food, watch the fireworks, watch Casper the Friendly Ghost downstairs (laughs) in the the basement, maybe play a little shuffleboard because they were that kind of old folks. Yeah. (laughs) And then we'd grab the toboggans or any sort of like tractor tube you can get grease her up real good and they had this track that went down their property and we'd go tobogganing all night yeah and we haven't done that in probably 10 years yeah so me and my cousin were thinking I was like we got to do this again we got to do a family reunion or do something again because we used to have them all the time yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was ours like we had like a, we had a huge tight-knit extended family between like my grandparents and all of the uncles and cousins and stuff like that but all the, all the, yeah, like the family traditions, the family get togethers that you used to do where you'd kind of have those activities, like all that's gone now. Like since my grandpa died and even before that to a degree where like the families were growing up, you know, cousins starting to have their own kids and their own families, stuff like that. So that, yeah. that unit of thing that we had is all just kind of dissipated. Yeah, it got, it, it's almost like it got too big for any one person to handle. And so they sort of just abandoned it. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Know. And I, I I do think it's a tragic thing because we haven't, like you said, we didn't replace it with anything. Yeah. We haven't we haven't taken hold and be like, okay, there's value here. But for some reason, as 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 adolescents, as as youth, we're like, why do we do this every single year? Why do we choose to do these stupid things? Because especially as a teen, yeah. pre- and, and then you, you, you miss teens. it as a thirty-year-old. And as mm-hmm. a thir- yeah, you look back and it's like, why did we stop? Is because we become too cool for school. We're like, I don't want to do that just because we do it every year, and and we lose the value. But even though the base, the foundation, was in something good, even even cultural traditions of uh, Groundhog's Day or uh, I don't know what they do in Italy with the, the chalk and chucking in the air and running through it like a bunch of homos. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, they chase a, 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 a block of cheese down a hill for crying There's out loud. That so one. Like, the, the yeah. Oh, yes. Those <laughs> are, I would participate in that. Those that, are brutal. The, or the, uh, the running of the bulls. Could you imagine the running of the bulls tradition? It's a tradition. What is it based in? Who cares? I'm glad it exists. But in our Western culture, we do that so often. We're like, oh, this is dumb or this is insensitive or we, we just abandon them so <sighs> without thought. And it, it's sad because yeah. what do you replace it with? Well, nothing because it was stupid before. It's like, yeah, but let the stupid rain sometimes. I know what you mean. Like last week we were talking about my conversion mm-hmm. and you were asking me kind of like the whys, <laughs> you know, why did you do this? Mm-hmm. And I... I gave you my earnest opinions on it, but today's conversation is actually kind of highlighting another reason that wasn't on the tip of my mind, but is definitely in part of the decision-making process is inheriting a tradition. (laughs) Like orthodoxy is like, is kind of self-described as holy tradition. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I feel so sorely missing in my life that I'm really looking forward to is being the new kid in a tradition that's lived on for 2000 years and like learning all the new things, like, okay, Mm -hmm. what's going on here? One of the neatest things the other week 
being in the in the parish in, in Chilliwack there, I was looking around at all the, the icons on the walls and having my friend be like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite icon. <laughs> and telling me the story of the person who's in the icon or this one. It's like, those ones I don't really remember, but this one here is like, the, here's the personal connection I have with this one. And here's the story that, 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 that goes along with it. Like it was like, it was like going through somebody's home and having the lady, you know, lady that lives there tell you about all the memories she has with her family. Like yeah. that was the feeling of, of what it was. It's and like going to visit your long lost aunt kind of deal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like that was the, the hundred percent, the vibe, even though this person died, like, 1200 years ago <laughs> something like that and then i realized started to realize like oh i'm gonna celebrate christmas on a different day <laughs> this what this year than than i ever have been yeah a week later That's, uh, depending I, sorry depending I'm, on the I'm, year. I'm learning new things i didn't know that was a thing yeah so the the commercial christmas thing that that western you know westernity <laughs> Western it's, culture. <laughs> culture celebrates. I'm going to do that a week later. So you're going to work through that first week then? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is all new to me. <laughs> but yeah. It's so like, no, we still take the time. If we're going to get it, we're going to spend it. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to be interesting, like, being part of part of something that is exi- that exists beyond me that I'm choosing to do these things for. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in what it's going to be like because... I don't have like, I, I, yeah, my traditions are all dead. Like they are all dead, uh, and so. But you're, but you are replacing them. I'm working on replacing them, and this, but it's, but it's not like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm making up my own thing now that I'm gonna pass on to my kids. Like, no, I'm the kid being brought into something that's beyond me. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, but it is a little, little intimidating. I'm gonna call you church Jew. What? <laughs> church, church Jew. <laughs> You're like a Christian, but Jewish because oh, you got all these rules and all these little holidays that are special to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's sacrilegious. I know we were talking today. I, I told you, like, it's <laughs> like I like weird stuff. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And that's why I was like, when I said the idea, I'm like, oh, this is gonna, this is a great topic idea because I, I think there's so much to it because. We, we we throw out things so stupid and willy-nilly. We're like, oh, it's fine. It doesn't really matter. I'm like, no, it does matter. Because if it didn't matter, they wouldn't be doing it for 100 years. Yeah, but they were dumb. It's like, are they? Were they actually dumb? Because we, hmm, we do this stupid thing in Western... And I, I, I know I'm blaming Western culture, assuming that it's not every culture, that will take a tradition, say anyone before this was stupid, but don't worry, the paleo diet diet was the greatest diet ever created. It's like, oh, well, early cultures had this figured out, you know, but eating, they didn't have eating this Eating raw testicles out. and taking tons of steroids, exactly how the cavemen did it. <laughs> <laughs> but they will throw out these things and be like, oh, they didn't know what they were talking about in this sense, but trust me, gladiators were all vegans. It's like, what the fuck? Choose, choose a lane. Just pick a lane. They were either really dumb or really smart. Why can't you just say, hey, they might not have known things when it came to putting, well, no, worms actually did kill bacteria in wounds. Uh, they did not know things when it came to moderation. Because they would just eat until they couldn't eat anymore. Well, they didn't have any food to Well, start that's just with. the thing. Back then, they didn't really have things in excess mm-hmm. like we do now. Mm-hmm. If you want I don't know, a million cheeseburgers or a hundred cheeseburgers, you can go and get a hundred cheeseburgers, right? I've Back tried. then, if you wanted to 
food, you had to go work and earn for it. And it was all you could do to get (laughs) or steal to get what little you had at the end of the day. I had to catch myself the other day. So um, when I, when I'm stressed, I I, I do, I I stress eat, but it's it's especially in economical uh, views. So if, for instance, I don't know when my next meal, I know when it's coming, it'll be coming later today, but, or in the morning. And I, I, I was so stressed about money, about about finances and all this stuff. And and my wife was making dinner. And I don't know why, but I felt like I'm, I'm full, but I want to keep eating. And I was like, why do I feel that way? I'm fine. I'll be okay. Why, why do I want to eat? I know I could stop now, but I know I can continue eating. And I'm like, I think it has something to do with my, my nature of being stressed about money, being stressed about food, and being able to provide for my family. Am I trying to conserve as much as I can right now? <laughs> I'm like, no, self-control, chill, don't eat, ch- relax. You'll be okay. And, but my, my mind is like, no, you need to do something now to prevent worry about tomorrow. And I was like, nope, no, I'll be fine. And so I, I, I did have to do that to myself with just r- relaxing. <laughs> it was horrible. It was something that I had to like verbalize to my wife. I'm like... Mm-hmm. I'm stress eating. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm worried about tomorrow. And this is why I want to eat more. But I shouldn't be. It's like controlled. <laughs> it was See, horrible. Yeah, I stress eat for a different reason. It's just for comfort. It is pretty comfortable. Yeah. What's your favorite stress food? That's a pretty good question. For me, it's pizza. I love <laughs> pizza. There's so many different kinds. It's got all the food groups in it. And yeah. <laughs> I that's my self really justification it's like it's got all the food groups it's, it's got, got everything it's got your wheat it's got your dairy and the cheese like yeah, it's got yeah. everything yeah uh <laughs> it was this horrible thing when i was working at a big corporation big oil field corporation if they do pizza parties i would i would force down my gullet as many pieces of pizza <laughs> as i could <laughs> Because you just want to get more than the next guy. Like, it's free. It's free. I'm not paying. No, it's not free. It's in lieu of bonuses. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's, in fact, costing you a lot. I know. (laughs) But you know you're not going to get the bonuses anyways. You're like, I'm going to fucking eat as much as I can. Might as well get my money's worth out of it. That's right. I'm going to make them regret pizza nights. Like, how come we're spending so much on pizza? It's Mike. It's fucking... No, that's the thing. Every single guy would do it. Every single. And you got a bunch of oil field guys who just just are doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine are chips. I love chips. Hawkins cheesies. Oh. oh. Ain't no cheesy like a Hawkins cheesy. Mm-hmm. The big crunchy ones that feel like they're the size of a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my wife's favorite too. So I'm like, oh, honey, look what I got you slash me. <laughs> the and kind bag, like where if you spill them in the me. truck and they sit on there for like two seconds, you've got a massive <laughs> grease stain for three weeks. <laughs> you try not to think about what you're putting in body while you're looking at that stain. <laughs> <sighs> you, you, did you figure anything yet? Yeah, it's cheeseburgers. It's cheeseburgers. Yeah. Like McDonald's cheeseburgers or like. Yeah, like the value menu cheeseburgers at any one of the places. Like the, the ones that are just like you can get for a couple bucks. It's just a single little thin piece of shitty patty, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of ketchup and onion and and cheese. That's that's it. Yeah, but I can eat a whole mess of those if I'm stressed out. After a night of drinking, I love those. 
Yeah, I don't drive. Right? I, like, <laughs> if I'm, I'm in a cab or whatever, or somebody else is driving, I was like, oh, are you going to go home? Like, can you grab cheeseburgers? <laughs> <laughs> can we start with McDonald's Nothing's first? Nothing's better than a half-drunk or a fully drunk cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because there's something comforting about it, and, like, so even when I'm sober, but if I'm stressed, that's my go-to comfort food. That's my tradition. Like, I, I would almost, I would almost classify that as going out drink if I ever... Go out drinking, which I don't do because I'm that cheap. I'm like, I'll, <laughs> I'll just stay home. I'll be fine. <laughs> and I get a ride home or something happens and it's an option. No. Like swing through the drive through. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like there's been times we've left the podcast where I've been like. I know you have. We've been, <laughs> we've been having whiskey all night. I really want a cheeseburger. God, <laughs> even even talking about it, I'm like, oh God, I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. It may happen. It, it, it may happen after this podcast is done. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and you ever thought about what like, makes you crave specific cheeseburgers? Like for well, me and cheeseburgers that I crave it in McDonald's specifically, it's the cheese. I don't know what it is about the cheese. It's bad. It's, 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 it is horrible. But man, it makes me want to go back for more. Okay. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Like with their, with their quarter pounder, it's the combination of the ketchup and cheese. Oh like yeah. For whatever reason, that specific sandwich has a ratio that yep. hits, just hits different. I'm, I'm selling Yeah. And like now. you, if you find yourself looking at the cheeseburger and going that tail right there has more <laughs> cheese sticking out of it. I'm going to save that for last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay. All right. Uh, now I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I read into it a little bit. And I'm like, okay, you're you're a uh, you're one of those people that really you want to you you're thinking long term. You you're a long term thinker. You're not just like oh, I'm just, uh, that's the piece I'm going first. You're like, no, that's going to be the good one. Yeah. I'm save that for last so that, that it holds me over for the next one. <laughs> God, that's making me want to go cheeseburger <laughs> right now. <laughs> the thing is, I know I could justify it to the wife too, but like, honey, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> I'm going to go get, get cheeseburgers. I'm going to go yeah, us. That's the word. Yeah. I can't get myself cheeseburgers <laughs> if I don't get her one. <laughs> that's how I get away with murder in this house. <laughs> and the great, the great, the great thing about those little cheeseburgers is you can put them in your inside vest pockets while you're riding. Oh, sorry. You don't have to worry about that because you have saddlebags. I have saddlebags. Yeah. <laughs> I'm far too vain for saddlebags. So yeah. I have to find other you, ways. You love the sleek bikes. You even have saddlebags for your bike. And yeah. You don't I have saddlebags for both of my bikes. I haven't put them on in years. Yeah, but you don't want the bikes, the saddlebags on your intruder. No, or even the hard ones for Valkyrie. No, but, but, but the intruder doesn't, it doesn't suit. It doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. No, your, your, your bags on your, 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 your Valkyrie, they look fine. Because the motor's sticking out almost as far. I know that I'm exaggerating. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, only partially. Only a little bit. Only <laughs> not by much. <laughs> I realized I took the, the highway pegs off my bike uh, while it was in storage. Put them on the other one. And I just like today, I was like. <laughs> you went to go where your hands <laughs> Your feet up. It's a good thing like, we I, found that one the other day on the road, hey? Oh, I know. That was amazing. What? Your girlfriend, like, had found it, and she was, like, showing me as she drove by. I'm sorry. What happened? Oh, we were headed to Bijou. Yeah, Bijou yeah, Falls. Yeah, yeah, Bijou Falls. And uh, he lost a highway peg just after we left Chetwin. And, mm-hmm. like, it was so, I don't know, so I don't know, weird, I guess. But uh, it was, we are falling behind him, and it hit the road, and it bounced probably 30 feet in the air. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking to myself, as I see it in the air, I'm like, I bet you I could catch that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, but I have a passenger on the back and there's traffic coming. I'm like, probably not yeah. the safest decision. I'll note this spot and we'll look for it when we come back. Yeah. Sure enough, we found it on the way back. 
and I had spotted oh, it. And then hilarious. she grabbed it, put it in the bag, and then she grabbed it and handed it to Devin once uh, we got stopped. But yeah, that's... I was I was looking for it, but I just like I don't I didn't really know where the the spot was where I lost it that that day. Yeah. So did the bolt break again? No, it didn't no, it break. Just it out. just rattled out. Okay, because we had one break on you. Had one break <clears throat> on you a while ago. Yeah. On the Taylor Hill. Did you lose all the, the rubber teeth out of no, that no, thing? No, no, no. All, all the screws were in. It's just like, it was just the screw that that connected it to the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. T- to the bracket. So the screw just rattled itself out and it just mm-hmm. flung off to the side. Yeah. Last that time, bike has we a... actually looked, the rubber boots that are on there actually come out if you have the bolt break off. They yeah, the so there's a the bolt, bolt on the off. end of that Karyakin peg that goes all the way through and it holds all those rubber spots. Okay, like makes in. sense. Yeah. 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 So that that one had rattled out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We so actually we, found all the teeth. We, found, we found it all. We <laughs> went on the Taylor Hill <laughs> and like we we're just scattering to the side of the road. Because <laughs> you're looking for little like little black things that look like rocks. Little, and I was looking for a big shiny peg. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was, oh, we got lucky on it's that It's that one. bike every time. Like, it, it rattles so much because, like, that engine is rigid mounted. Yeah. So it just. Rattles worth it. Harley. I rode. Oh, yeah, by a lot. Did you did you ride that one, his intruder? No. No, but, like, I. Uh, Nimble as fuck. I'm sorry. That that thing is so light, and I'm like. Oh, oh you got to take that. You got to s- take that street bob for a ride. <laughs> I've, I've ridden street. I hunter. Yeah, uh, yeah you did. You rode yeah, the street bob. Yeah, I went and the street bob at the, uh, the Harley thing. It was great. It was good. Yeah. It was a good bike. I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. is fun. But I rode the Road King and the Lowrider ST. So if you ride those two bikes before that one, yeah, it's it's not fair. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I went from a Ducati to this, and I'm just like, this this feels fine. It just yeah. feels like a slower version of my Ducati. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also rode, the thing is, I rode that one after the Breakout, and it was way better than the Breakout. Yeah. Didn't care for the Breakout. The Breakout and the Fat Boy, we, we tried them both. Did They were care. just garbage. Yeah, Fat Boy is comfy though. I didn't like it at all. Really? Oh, I, I love the feel I hated of Fat the, Boy. I hated the feel of the new Fat Boy. I, d- I didn't try the Fat Boy. I was gonna try and ride the Fat Boy, but it, somebody else picked it up, so I just draw, hopped on the street bob, and it was fine. It wasn't anything special, but the low. I would just rode the Lowrider ST and the Road King, which like, is slight. The the Lowrider ST is like a slightly bigger version of the street bob, yeah. pretty much. No, it, it was, and it was it was great. It was it actually surprised <clears throat> me how much I loved it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I really like this bike. And I was worried because I love the road, the idea of the Road King. And I was like, oh, this might displace the Road King's ideal. Yeah. And then I rode the Road King. I'm like, no, this this is what I want <laughs> more than anything. And But the Street Bob was still good. It was very, very good. Just my styling is Road King. That's yeah, that's fair. Just me. It's just what I like. But this, this Lowrider low ST was fucking phenomenal. Just because of the aggressive stance and everything that went with it, so yeah. But yeah, a lot of motorcycle talk on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care about the people that are listening anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and chances are, like, not everybody listens because we did a whole episode after we went to the to the test your metal day there. Like, our, all of our thoughts on all the bikes right after we got we finished on it. Right. Yeah. So we we had a whole talk about those bikes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, felt like I hot still... garbage after. <laughs> yeah, getting, getting back on our getting back on our twenty year old metrics afterward. We're like, oh, this is sad. Fuck, yeah. fuck this bike. <laughs> this this is sad. Yeah, I went to one of those that back in twenty fourteen. I think I took di- six different Harleys out. Yeah. And like, as far as aesthetics go, the the Y Glide is probably the one that I liked the most, but I could not ride it. 
it rattled so hard that I the, couldn't keep my feet on the pegs, you know? And mm-hmm. that was just, it just turned me off of the whole bike. The new Harleys are unbelievable. They're so smooth. Yeah. Well, you obviously know that because yeah. you have one. Yeah. But yeah, some of the bikes that we were riding was just like, oh, this is not the Harleys of old. Yeah. My favorite by far that day, though, was the Nightster. Yeah, the, you like that one. Yeah, the little the little Revolution Max engine. Like, that was such a peppy little bike. Like, yeah. That was fun. Yeah, it's, it's, I couldn't, I couldn't believe how fast it was. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, it was remarkable. Yeah, I uh, something about big guys wanting small bikes. It's really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Dave at the standard, huge, like tattoo artist. Time. He he had a Nightster, loved it, and then he sold it for reasons like his kids and his his girlfriend at the time. But yeah, he's like, he, I love that Nightster. That? But he's a big dude. He's like six two and. Got to weigh at least 250 pounds. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm a solid 260. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not 6'2". No, I'm not. Thank you for pointing <laughs> that out, Michael. It's like, you went from sounding all right to, uh. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. You're 10 pounds lighter, though. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no. But you, you suited that bike. Honestly, riding beside you, because I was on the Sports Duress when you were doing that, you suited that bike. I had a buddy that was pissed off at me. He's like, he flipped me the bird and he's like, you suit that bike really well for the sports dress. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not trying. This isn't my style. Or I don't feel like it's my style, but body wise, like I kind of fucking fit it. It really sucks. <laughs> Stylistically, that would be mine. But no, I want a big thing, stupid thing with ape hangers and loud pipes. You are just all over I'm all over today. it tonight. Yep. <sighs> it's true. It's true. Well, simultaneously, um, it is quite late, and we are, oh, well, we're just under an hour. we got seven minutes till we hit the hour mark. Oh, we should wrap up. It's been a long day already. It has. It's we been a great been, day, though. Oh, shit. I turned up my microphone a little bit. <laughs> Everything was very loud for a second there. I'm like, oh, that's way louder than necessary. Uh, yeah, it's been a fun day. Got to ride. Got to have a few beers with some buddies. Make some horrible... D- I was biting my tongue like you <laughs> wouldn't believe... Oh, yeah. Like, a clubhouse with another club is not the place you want to cut loose with all the jokes that you really want to make about the president. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the jokes, yes, but just, just, just. You got to read the room, man. <laughs> read the room. Don't get punched in the face. And I got jokes. That's the problem. <laughs> I think I'm, and the, if I've had a couple beer, I'm more likely to say the stuff I probably shouldn't. I'm like, no. Don't be a retard. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> laugh to yourself. Laugh to your buddy, but shut up. Tell him about it afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. So this is your first time on the Blue Collar Philosophers podcast. Um, this is our domain that we actually recorded. Do you know what I really like about this place? One, it's comfortable. Like, you're not sitting here being, like, annoyed most of the time. And the sound is so fucking good. Yeah, I was going to say, there's not a whole lot of back- background noise or anything like yeah, that. So that's that, 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 that shag carpet hanging from the wall. shag carpet that I found <laughs> on the side of the road. And, and these yeah, that's, liter- that's literally a found in the ditch carpet. <laughs> like, I, I wish I, I was joking. That, that's awesome. <laughs> don't, don't, don't touch it. <laughs> I'm not going to say you. legitimately found in a ditch, it's remarkably clean. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying you won't get herpes, but you know, don't take a chance. And then these panels that I built, it's. It's so fun. <laughs> it's a good space. It's a lot of fun, and I enjoy doing this, and uh, we get to shoot the shit and talk about stuff. Um, 
Yeah. Don't abandon tradition just because you think you're too cool for school. And and if you have, find new traditions to enforce with your own family and, f- and friends oh, yeah. that you can just enjoy for the Car- rest of your life. Carry forth. Die hard at Christmas. I don't know. Whatever you got to do. Just have something. Mine was, I didn't even talk about mine. Hockey and also Home Alone. The original Home Alone. Not the, not the third one. Oh, yeah. The, the first and second, good. Everything after that, garbage. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap up. I'm gonna toast with a with an orthodox with an or- orthodox toast. <laughs> orthodox people. Yes. In peace, health, and happiness. God grant you many years. Cheers. Cheers, boys. All right, guys. God bless. <laughs>